0: The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time has last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined by our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and the new baby face, Mr. Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, gentlemen?
0: Doing pretty good. You now, Thursday night, week went by pretty fast. i so have got the weekend coming up. I was, I was excited for that. So yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good here.
2: Well, I'm going to give you guys a little peek behind the curtain. Um, yesterday, I came pretty close to opening a line of credit for 25K because I have so many... Pending bets that I'm fucking broke, and I, I'm just waiting for the college football win totals to start cashing. Unfortunately, I have to wait till the end of the fucking season, even though some of them have already won. Uh, so I got one more month left. I figure I could live on my credit cards till then without like, getting a big loan. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, next year maybe I'll have to do that, especially if I uh, if I go to Europe like I'm planning in the summer. So uh fuck um, yeah, that that that's me. And then yeah, I got shaved. And, yeah, the girls out there time of the month. Uh, I've got my time of the month, a little, little cycle. Um, and yeah, it's it's you got to embrace all uh, aspects of life, I guess, including uh, a shaved face. How does that?
1: It's your you shave once a month. Is that what you're getting at here? Are you
0: like a snake? Are you just it just falls off you. <laughs> <That's>
2: right, <laughs> Is that <yeah>. your beard. <laughs> I eat like a snake too, man. I just I feast all at once and then I don't oh. eat for like 24 hours. Oh, h- how was that hot sauce last <laughs> night? Oh, it would, it would wreck my stomach for like an hour, but not, not a bad shit, so uh, it's all good. <laughs> it's worth it.
1: Yo, I'm not going to lie. I made homemade Crunchwrap Supremes today. I've never had a Crunchwrap Supreme before. Like I've never really had Taco Bell, but my girl loves it, and so we were trying to think what to do for dinner. I'm like, fuck, I can make you that. And so we did, and it was unfucking believable. But I literally, like, I feel like I got to take like a massive dump right now. So you know, if you see me like moving and shaking during the show, you know exactly what's what's going on in this whole operation down around here. You know,
0: <laughs> I had a I had the uh, as well, so we're we're doing pretty good there as a show. <laughs>
1: Dude, Mexican. I like that. I like that. We're, we're rocking and rolling here. That's awesome. Um, I'm doing good. Yeah, I've had a pretty killer night so far tonight, just betting on fucking hockey. James Reimer, I've talked about this in the Discord, talked about it with you guys before. I hate this guy more than... I don't think there's a player in the league that I hate more than this fucking piece of shit. And I, I don't care if you say he's a good guy or if he looks like a loser, whatever. This guy stinks. Every time he goes to net, he goes to make a save. He does this. He goes like this. If you're not... I guess we're only two people, but if you just listen, you're just listening, just raising my arms like a scarecrow right now—it's what he does. He always does it. He's pisses me off. My back.
0: It's like the what shooter I... tutor you, you put on the net when you when you're a kid.
1: Yeah, Just this? Like what the fuck is this? <laughs> my mine? But. So fuck that guy. Other than that, though, we're doing awesome. The Bruins came through for me. The Stars had a nice comeback here. Hopefully they finish it out in regulation. But uh, yeah, lots of success. Lots of good things happening. All right, we'll keep this rocking and rolling. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Obviously, we got hockey. It's been absolutely fantastic to start the year. Uh, We got football. There's a pretty shitty Thursday night. I'm not really tracking it. Does anybody know what the score of that game is?
2: 16-10 Bears. And this is a game where the Bears don't mind losing because Holy we have shit, the Panthers' first overall pick, right? So we, we can we can win this one, and yeah. uh, we'll, we'll still advance our draft status.
1: All right, well, you're still going to lose, so it doesn't matter. Uh, so that's happening. There's college football. Like Julie said, that's such bullshit about your bets, your like team total or win total bets. They They should fucking pay you out as soon as
2: they hit, you know? Yeah, but the, technically, yeah. all games have to be played um, in order to uh, settle. So that that's why they wait till the end of the season.
1: Hmm, I see. Technicalities, I see. Well, you that's know. still bullshit. Uh, of course. Uh, what else is going on? There's MMA. There's tons of good shit going on in the world of sports. Obviously, you can find all that information at the SGPN website. Be sure to go check it out there. Uh, read the articles. Check out Ryan's fantasy hockey article that he's pumping out weekly. They're absolutely fantastic uh listen to the other shows as well you know there's tons of good stuff going on on the network you know we got football college football basketball there's mma all that good shit so you can find all those other shows there as well uh, and of course shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord discord's popping up baby there's been lots of conversations going on in there we had a nice little reminiscent night last night that was a lot of fun you know our boy sharky coming up with some old clips from the boys that the uh, that got us all going and laughing pretty good that was a good time uh so if you're not in the discord you're not making money if you want to get in there, but you're not you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account. Our uh, social media assistant producer the guy's an absolutely fucking. He's been killing it lately. He's an absolute killer. Uh, he'll get you in there too. Or what you could do is you can go to Baby Gap, and when you're shopping around with all the other little babies, you'll run into Mister Joel Meyer there. And when you see him and his little clean baby bum face, you just think, like, "Hey, you're the guy. How do you get in the Discord?" And he'll buy some little baby powder, and he'll be putting it on his little
2: cheeks, and then he'll be like, "He'll put some on yours too," and then he'll uh, he'll tell you how to get. In the discord yeah either that or um at the bank uh getting getting a loan to cover all my soccer hockey football futures uh or at least it'll last me until the next paycheck
0: yeah i mean uh you make sure you subscribe to the hockey England podcast uh we're listening to your podcast sg.pn slash hockey for apple sg.pn slash hockey no s for spotify and sg.pn Slash hockey TV for YouTube, live on YouTube right now. Shout out everyone in the chat. Um, And, yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter at sgpn And, yeah, all that good stuff. Um,
1: All right. We're going to run through our lock dogs and totals here from our last show. Uh, I believe our last show that we all did together, we recorded this, was on November the 7th. Uh Doly had a fucking awesome day. He went three and zero, baby. Jolie went three and zero, up three point six seven units myself. I went one and two, uh down 0.46 units, and Mr. Gilbert had a bit of a rough go. He was 0-3 down four units. Jolie, why don't you kick us off here, dude?
2: Sure. Well, uh, I've said a couple times where I, I had losing losing uh bets here in the LDT, but winning days, and this is the opposite because I had a losing day on Tuesday, I believe this was. Um uh, or Monday. I don't know, I don't remember. And, uh, and I sw- swept the board in terms of the best bet. So uh, good for listeners, I guess, if, if you ever bother to tail me, which, uh, you know, based on the early season going here, I wouldn't. But anyway, uh, Locke was the Red Wings. Team total over 2.5, minus 135. I believe they're playing the the Rangers, and that was a, a dominant Rangers victory. But the Red Wings backdoored this shit with three goals in the third period. And, yeah, uh, they lost the game, obviously. And dog was the coyotes team total over three and a half plus 130 um they're fuck i don't remember this game at all i know they oh no it was a cracking game they they won in overtime so i got lucky here too uh four three game there um the total is lightning canadians over six and a half minus 112 this one had a very slow start but there were a bunch of goals uh, in the second half of the game so that uh cleared the over six i think that's how it worked no the lightning were winning like five nothing in the first period and then, then we needed like uh two Or three goals in the third period to get this over, so yeah, good, uh, good bets. I think, uh, just got a bit lucky, and, and well, lucky in all of them, really, but uh, they're, they're still good bets,
0: yeah. And for me, speaking of that Montreal game, I had the Canadians as my dog, plus 136. And yeah, they were a uh, Kucherov scored like on his first shift, so right, right from there, I, I knew it was doomed. On my lock, the Islanders, Patty Maroon scored a goal, they couldn't hold a 2 1 lead, they lost 4 2 to the wild at home and then my total the philadelphia flyers team total over three and a half minus 145 i, I was even eating some juice there at my total but flyers could only put up one goal against the uh, lowly san jose sharks who, who beat them to one i should have just went with the sharks team total under two and a half because that hit
2: <laughs>
0: even
1: though they won yeah yeah i <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. uh, for myself, my lock came through. I had the Winnipeg Jets, minus 130, Moneyline versus St. Louis. That was the second time in a row I, uh, I locked up the Jets. And they're coming through against these shitty teams. I don't know why the odds are what they are. But hey, uh, for my dog, I had Buffalo, Moneyline versus Carolina, plus 170. This would have been such a sick hit. Uh, a game went into overtime or a shootout, I believe. I know it was uh, extra time, so regardless. But uh, Carolina ended up getting it done. I was fucking pissed. I would have been sweet. Uh, and then for my total, uh, Colorado, New Jersey, under 6.5, minus 115. You two were right. You both said this game's going over. And I was like, nah. you know, you can go under here. And it didn't have a fucking chance. I think it was like a 5-2 final or 5-3 or Six-three. something among those. 6-3, yeah. So there you go, even worse. So, yeah, that was a kick in the pills. But you know what? It, uh, uh, we live to see another day.
0: Um. All right. And. Uh, I got to do the ads, unfortunately, now. You're a tr- your true though. ad boy. <laughs> 0 uh, so three. Uh, we're brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Props, sides, totals, live betting. Bet365 has you covered. And if you like boost, you're going to love Bet365. Like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same-game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if your t- hockey team goes up three goals. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 first bet safety net or bet $5, get 150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash bet365. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're brought to you by uh, Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite player's fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN.
1: All right, we are going to break into some news here. Uh, did you guys cover any of this on any of the shows that you did recently, or no? Is this all kind of fresh?
2: No, Ryan and I are strictly business. Yeah.
1: <laughs> strictly business, no fun, eh? No fun. No,
0: no. No, no, fun. No fun podcast.
1: All right, all right. Well, we're uh, we're heading out. Uh, we're heading out west a little bit here, northwest. We're talking about a couple teams in Alberta. First thing we're going to talk about is the Edmonton Oilers. More specifically, the Edmonton Oilers waving goaltender Jack Campbell, who did clear waivers the other day. Uh, obviously, Jack Campbell's 31 years old. He is on the second year of a uh, five-year, $5 million deal. Uh, this is a little bit tough, dude. In five games this year, Campbell has a 4.50 goals against average. I didn't realize it was that fucking bad. Holy shit. And a save percentage of .873. Obviously, we know that the Oilers as a team are in absolute shambles right now. Um, this is wild, bro. Bro, like fucking they still have three and a half years left on this deal. Now, they're just saying that it's like, hey, we just want Campbell to kind of go get his game together in the in the AHL. Then they can call him back up. I think how it works is like if they call him up, then they have like I think it's like two months or so that they can go up and down or one month or two months. You can go up and down between the AHL and NHL. Obviously, shit's fucking wild in Edmonton right now. They called up uh, goaltender Kelvin Pickard. He's kind of been a journeyman throughout the league. Uh, to take his spot. Joel, you'll remember Kevin Pickard. He had a nice stint with the Avalanche way back in the day. Um, but uh, this is this is just fucking crazy, man. Like Realistically, with what they're sending down, you can only eat $1.5 million of salary cap uh, that comes off the books. And then with calling up Pickard, really you're only freeing up like I don't know, maybe like $600,000 or so, but this has nothing to do with the cap. This is just, we need somebody to stop a fucking puck because Jack Campbell isn't getting it done. And Stuart Skinner has been absolutely terrible too. So I honestly, man, like th- this isn't in shambles in Edmonton right now here. I mean, I feel like it's just a move. We got to do something, you know?
0: Yeah, right. They, I mean, they, they had to do something with either send Skinner down or send Campbell down. And I'm not sure if Skinner is waivers eligible that he probably would have been claimed easier than Campbell's contract because if campbell's contract gets claimed they they, they celebrate there they would love that uh he's actually playing right now for the bakersfield condors he's made three three saves on three shots 10 minutes into the first period so let's go there for him
2: go.
0: i mean i i don't know i forgot like how good his numbers were in toronto i know i didn't watch him like like you did town but like he had he had good numbers and i remember just the the knock on him being you know we can't can't play well under pressure. He had an All Star season. What two years ago, three years ago? So he has yeah, the All Star game. Yeah, he has the skill. He has the size. He has the nickname Soup Dog. So I mean, he he has all all the all the ingredients to be be a good goalie. It's just you know putting it together. And I do wonder if it's partially Edmonton not playing too well defensively in front of him. But I mean, looking at at his game logs, he gave up four to the Flyers, gave up I think five to Nashville, six to Minnesota four to vancouver but vancouver's the best team in the league so yeah he, he had one good start at nashville and then the rest he just completely shit to bed so and looking ahead though edmonton doesn't have a back-to-back for the foreseeable future so they have you know games every other day pretty much for the next 10 days or so but i feel like skinner can play all but one of them and give, uh, give pickard a pickard a game there
2: all right calvin pickard has had a good Good start to his AHL season, so why not bring him up? Because yeah, Campbell's not doing it. Neither goalie's doing it. Uh, I think they have a eight six one save percentage between the two of them, which is which is brutal. I think it's only the um, only the Sharks have had more goals scored on them through the first uh, little bit here. And yeah, from the lawyers' perspective, I think that giving the the reins the number one clear number one role to Stuart Skinner is the right move. Maybe it boosts his confidence, so he's not like feeling like uh, in a competition or whatever. Maybe that's that's the, they just. Uh, you know, just throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks, and uh, it can't be worse than what it was. So why not try another guy who's had a good start? And uh, I don't know what team he's playing for in the HL, but Calvin Pickard, yeah, he's a journeyman, but he, he's he's been hot and cold, and then he he can he can have a good game here and there, which is all you just need average goaltending if if you're Edmonton. You're not going to win games with an eight sixty save percentage, but you can win games like eight ninety because uh, they can outscore most teams. So that that's that's my my. Uh, Opinion on uh, bringing up Calvin Pickard and shipping Jack Campbell down. Calvin Pickard will always be a Flyers legend. He had the first
0: ever gritty mask. So
1: is this? A, he played for all of our teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Hey, that's. I've been trying to think the other day. I was thinking, who's the guy that played for Colorado, uh, Philadelphia, and Toronto, and I couldn't think of one. Calvin Pickard, yo. Yeah, that's there's a awesome. lot of
2: overlap between Colorado and Philly, but there's no. a lot of overlap between Toronto and, and Colorado. Mm-hmm.
1: That's awesome. That's good. Uh, one little thing about Jack Campbell, man. Like, if you're an Oilers fan listening, like, yes, you by now you think you know what you have in him. But this is a guy that has kind of traditionally struggled with confidence. Know throughout his time as a starter in the NHL, it was a big thing when he was with Toronto. It seemed like he was always, I don't want to say down on himself, but I'd rather call it being a little bitch towards himself, being like, Oh, I gotta be better. I'm letting the team down and all this shit. Boo hoo. Woe is me. Shut the fuck up, dude. The last thing that you want to hear if you're a player in the fucking NHL is that your goalie's going out in the media and doing a little piss poor antic, like, Oh, woe is me. I gotta be better for the boy. Fuck off. Show up. Put in the effort every goddamn day. Be the first guy at the rink. Be the last fucking guy to get off that goddamn ice. Spend time in the video room. You want to show me you give a shit? Show me. Don't tell me. You know? That's kind of... I hate to be like an asshole about it, but I just hate when I see all these goalies or players being all pissy and all sad. Maybe pissy is the best word, but all like moping and shit. And I mean, fuck that, dude. You want to be good? Ryan, you touched on it. This guy has the size. He has the talent. We've seen him have success in the NHL. Like, uh, put it together. Like, I I know it's easier said than done, but don't fucking come at me with that bullshit. I hate that so much. Um... Yeah, maybe go down to the AHL, light the fucking lamp, get your game back up, keep your mouth shut, come up here and stop some fucking pucks, you know. Who knows? Maybe this will be the best thing for his career because regardless, this guy still has three and a half years of $5 million left. That's a hell of a buyout, which I don't even know if Edmonton could afford to technically do. So they're uh, they're locked in here with this fucking Jack Campbell, man. And, you know, barring a, barring a miracle, they better hope that he absolutely gets his shit together sometime soon.
0: It looks like he has uh, given up a goal in the first period. His oh no! Oh debut. no! Oh no! Oh oh, oh no!
1: Oh no! Oh no, indeed. Oh, well, the Baker's Field media will have a heyday with him, just talking about how bad he. Feels. They're, they're we're gonna we're gonna keep things moving. We're gonna stick in Alberta. Uh, what are you saying? What are you saying? So the, I
0: was gonna say that they're, they're gonna bake you're them. You're freezing but. up. What are you get, saying, get, Gilbert? The media is gonna bake them there.
1: Oh, Bakersfield. Fuck, here we go. All right, good one. That's great. Uh all right, we're keeping things going to Alberta here. We're gonna talk about the Alberta team. We're talking about the Calgary Flames. They fucking suck too. Uh, but they've at least had some other good news here. They have officially called up highly touted goaltender prospect, Dustin Wolf uh what do i got on dustin wolf here dustin wolf was the 214th overall pick in the 2019 nhl entry draft here uh he is 22 years old this guy has been absolutely lights out for the uh i don't even know who the fucking. what's the what team is he playing for it's in the ahl the calgary wranglers okay he actually has had a good year so far i know it's only been uh, a couple games uh what is it to do do? sorry my phone fucking sucks he has a 2.34 goals against average and a 0.924 save percentage so far uh in six games in the AHL now last year his numbers were absolutely fantastic he had a 2.08 goals against average and a nine or sorry 0.932 save percentage in 53 games uh Calgary Flames fans are hoping that this guy's a goalie in the future he's been highly touted Jolie brought up a good point before the show when we were talking about this he was saying yo has Markstrom been that bad no he hasn't but it's more so that uh, Dan Vladar has just been unplayable. So you know what? If this kid is ready to kind of get some you know, potential NHL reps in, some potential NHL minutes, and more so just spend some time with the NHL team, you know? Realize what it takes to be a true pro, not an AHL pro, flying in and out of cities, you know? being around the team, being around the guys, this guy's supposed to be your goalie of the future. So having him involved in a minuscule role, you know, it, it can kind of go either way because things aren't necessarily looking that good in Calgary. You don't want uh, you don't want the whole kind of bad, bad attitude to kind of wear off on the kid here. With that being said, you got to start being a pro at some point. So I'm excited to see what Dustin Wolf uh, does here for the flames boys. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, you said he's played well in the AHL. Unfortunately, his worst game was his most – not not his, or not his most, more, worst game, but his most recent game. He gave up three goals on 17 shots, which isn't great. But, yeah, before that, had a shutout there. And, yeah, the Flames this weekend. They're, they're in Toronto. then are in Canada there uh, Friday, Saturday. So, as, as Joel pointed out, Ladar has been absolutely awful, and he was bad last year. So, give, give Wolf a chance. Like he had one start last year. I got a win against the Sharks. I imagine they'll save him for a back-to-back, but maybe they want to play the rest of the team in front of them in Toronto, but we'll, we'll see what happens there. But either way, yeah, this is th- the guy that uh, the flames want to be the goalie of the future and they got to find out if he's a guy or not. So uh hopefully for their sake, he is.
2: That was actually he pointed out. It's, it's more of Ladar being bad than, than it uh, wasn't me. Um But yeah, uh... Yeah, this is the same kind of situation, I guess. Um, just, just giving uh, a chance. Well, it's not. It's not in the same situation. Just giving a chance to this this young prospect who's been lighted up down there, and yeah, give him give him some games because if the Flames don't think that they are a contender, you might as well see what you got in this goalie prospect. And yeah, he's he's uh, by all accounts a uh, very you know he's got a very promising future, so why not play him? Uh, can't be worse than Bedard the way he's crashed down to earth the last couple of years. So yeah, I think that this is a, you know it's a decent move. Like they've been they've been calling up a lot of guys like, uh, like Connor Zeri got got a lot of time. They sent Matt Coronado down though because uh, he wasn't doing it um, after a good start. So yeah, they're just giving some uh, ice time to younger players because fucking guys like Huberdeau are, are being bad enough to be benched. So if, if the veterans aren't doing it, just just give the young guys a shot.
1: Yeah, we'll be excited to see. I kind of, uh, I was talking before, I picked this guy up one of my fantasy leagues a few weeks ago, so I was just waiting for this call. Sure enough, he got it. It's a keeper's league too, yo. So I'm like, fuck, if I can get this guy for free and then maybe he takes the net or something next year. Uh, Anyways, I'm excited. That's me being selfish. Uh, Okay, we're going to keep this moving. I didn't even realize until I read this now, we got a lot of goalie talk. All of our news is goalie talk right now. I wonder why. Hey, (laughs) written by a goalie, you know, what the fuck are we going to do? All right, this is a big one that just happened tonight. I just saw this on Twitter. Uh, Minnesota Wild goaltender Marc-Andre Fleury uh, officially passes Patrick Waugh for third in all-time saves by a goalie. Uh, Tonight, he registered his 25,801st save against the Rangers. That puts him in third place here. Um, uh, that's awesome, dude. Like, I've loved Flower. Obviously, it's his twentieth season to do this. Patrick Wall did his in nineteen. So yeah, Julie, I know you're gonna carve him. Well, there you go. Patrick Wall technically was better, but still, uh this is awesome, dude. This is good for Flower. If you don't like Flower, I don't know what to tell you, man. This guy's a fucking killer. He's awesome. He had a little funny clip. I saw the other day when he was talking about nobody likes being a goalie. You're so lonely. You're just sitting here by yourself. No one comes to say hello. And his little French accent it made me laugh. But this is awesome. Dude, congrats to a journeyman. You know, fuck yeah, dude. Mark Andre Fleury is an absolute beauty. So hell yeah, let's go.
0: Yeah, just one more thing on the flame situation. Apparently, Markstrom mispracticed yesterday on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll we'll see what the case is there. But yeah, good good for Mark Andre Fleury. You know, I had to hate him earlier in his career, coming up with the Penguins, but. Thankfully, they let him go in the expansion draft. But I was able to root for him a little bit in Vegas And he's kind of been a little bit of a journeyman since then. But yeah, he's he's one of the best goalies You know, definitely Hall of Famer Best goalie ever one of the best goalies of ever era very just consistent throughout his entire career So good to see him, you know, pick up the accolades in what could possibly be his last year as
2: he's looking more and more gray bush Dilly in the chat points out that was his only save. <laughs> <I guess everybody> <laughs> should... <laughs> <laughs> they did lose like five,
1: two <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, it was not good. It was not good. Um, yeah, obviously legendary goalie, yada yada yada. You guys cut it all. I don't have much else to say. Just come at me when he when he gets five rings, like the, the the fucking legend, Patrick Waugh.
1: Okay. Now there's two goalies that are ahead of him. Without Googling, can you guys tell me who you think those goalies are?
2: Podor? That would be my guess. Roder is one of them. Yes.
0: No. No. Passing's gonna play long enough. Um Cujo?
1: It's no. Cujo no, no. Cujo's sixth on that list, actually. Is he? Yeah. Osgood? I'm surprised by that. Uh wasn't no. Osgood. He's no. Red, word. W-
2: Red Wings were too good. Yeah, you're right. Is it, it someone doesn't... like
0: in, in the past like modern era? Or oh it...
1: yeah, yeah, modern era
0: oh john uh, gibson Lund, lundquist
1: <laughs> no and no i'll give Nothing. you both
0: one more guess one more um uh this is this is fantastic podcasting here to...
1: <laughs> it's fun <everybody>. is...
0: <laughs> um i feel like we should know this we're gonna get clowned on for not knowing this mm-hmm Saves it. Saves is such a weird stat, too. It is because it's like a emulator. Luongo. Oh, Scott. It was
1: Roberto Luongo, hundred percent. So number one is Martin Brodeur. He's sitting at twenty eight thousand nine hundred and twenty eight saves. Number two is Roberto Luongo at twenty eight thousand four hundred and nine saves in nineteen seasons. Bobby Lou was fucking sick, dude. Like people need to remember just how awesome this guy was. You know, I feel like he kind of got. He's right there oh, he's in, in yeah. here
0: on my shoulder. Hell yeah! being scored on. Yeah, well,
1: there—that's how good he was, you know. But no, this guy was—he took a. I feel like he kind of took the back burner a lot because you look at those Olympic teams, like he was behind like Carey Price and all this shit. But like this guy was a fucking stud. It's a shame he never really won anything, you know.
0: All right, uh, well, we, we can do we can do uh, ads now before we get into everything here. Um, we're brought to you by. I believe we brought to you by game Time. Let me just double-check here. Game time. yes. Buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best-price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. GameTime app experience, of course, has the flash deals, last-minute tickets, images of the seat view, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Uh, so snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account and use code CFBX for $20, $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay, parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users research, researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, boys, we have
1: a six-game slate set for Tuesday, November the 10th. Are we ready to rock and roll here or what?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: All right, first game on the docket. We're kicking this off. We touched on a little bit up there. We have the Calgary Flames against the Toronto Maple Leafs. game itself is in Toronto. Uh, Calgary and the money line sitting at plus 40. Leafs on the money line at minus 166. The over-unders is 6.5. Over-paying off minus 130. The under plus 110. Mr. Meyer. I know how much you love both of these teams here. Why don't you uh, Why don't you start us off with the Flames and the Leafs?
2: Yeah, this is one that's been uh, heavily bet for the Leafs. Understandably, this this number's gone up uh, high enough, too high for me now at minus 166. Uh, you know, look, the Flames are dragging me back in. They've won two games in a row. And uh, oh, I'm, I'm getting tempted to go back into the hell that is the Calgary Flames and uh, their betters. Um, so yeah, plus one forty is just a, it's an appetizing price here going against the Leafs team who can't figure out their defense. Um their, their penalty kills turn to shit. Goaltending is bad. Joseph Wall finally coming down to earth a little bit. And uh yeah, the Flames, meanwhile, you know, they're they're chugging along. They're finally scoring some goals, getting a little bit more puck luck, and uh, the goaltending's been solved too from Markstrom. So at this at this number, I think I lean to the to the Flames at plus one forty, but I think the better bet, though, is with with Leafs games these days. Like they give up a couple goals in the first period, then they just fight their way back into games. So, with that kind of game state, I think you back the over six and a half minus one thirty. I think that I like that better than both of these uh, both of the sides at these current prices. Because um, yeah, the Leafs are just playing like pawn hockey right now. They they can't figure it out defensively. After um, you know, they had a nice little run there, three or four games where they they did work on their defense. But ever since Lithergren's been going or been out. They've uh, they've struggled to do so, and the goaltending has regressed as well. So I think over six and a half would be my favorite bet in this game.
0: Yeah, I think the over there is a great look at six and a half minus one thirty. You know, a little bit juicy, but you tend to get that nowadays with Leaf games. This will probably end up being up at seven, like the, like it was in each of the past three games, and, and it went over, it went over all those games for the Leafs. You know, meanwhile, uh, we got the Flames here also playing high score in hockey. Uh, three straight overs, and then a push there. And it's going to be Joseph Wall, which you know gives me some pause on, on betting the Flames, but it could be Markstrom, could be Wolf, could be Wolf, could be Wolf versus Wall in, in this one. So <laughs> it's the over Wolf, Wolf for that. And then uh, for the side, you know, I came into the show not really having a play on this game, but the more I look at it, the more I like the Flames. Flames have the 11th best expected goals, four in the league. Uh, Leafs have the eighth worst. Flames are you know upward trend over the past few games, and the Leafs are just a roller coaster on the way down. So. I'm going with the Flames here, plus 140. I'm going to throw probably half a unit on that, but the over as well, over 6.5, minus 130.
1: All right, for starters, uh, I'm going to start with the total here on this one. I'm going against the grain a little bit here, boys. I'm taking the under on this game. Um, So I don't know. Obviously, you guys probably aren't too dialed into what's going on here, but the Leafs had about, I think it was about an hour and 30-minute practice today. Uh, Apparently, uh, from all the reports, there was an hour and 10 minutes of it was solely focused on penalty kill and defensive play. It's like this team is going into this game saying, hey, we are here to look at our fucking defense. You know, It's not going to be like, okay, gung-ho, let's start chasing leads and stuff like this. They are physically going out of their way to make an effort to say, hey, we have to be better defensively. When, when you put it that way, it's so sad. Like no NHL team should have to be doing this, but hey, this is where we're at right now in Toronto. So I got to go with my boys. I got to take the under six and a half here at plus 110. I think there's some value on it. If they're focusing on it, hopefully Joseph Wool can play well. Uh, the Calgary Flames aren't barn burners. I know you guys pulled out all those advanced stats. Well, to me, they're just not getting it done. They're 24th in the league for goals for averaging 2.67 per game. Uh, they're not generating, you know, decent offense. They're getting some shots, I guess, but from what I've watched, like eye test wise, like it just kind of Seems kind of minuscule. Um, One other thing to be noted in practice. John Klingberg was the seventh defenseman. He's expected to be in the press box for this Stand game. And Oh my God, a $5 million defenseman you're paying to not play for you. Uh defensive lineups are Riley Brody, Giordano McCabe, Simone Benoit, and William Laguson on the third pairing here, with Klingberg taking drills with an injured Connor Timmins. So this is uh we'll see how this plays out. If he doesn't play tomorrow and you're paying this guy five million dollars to be in the press box. I'm sorry, Brad Trillin. But like that's a tough look, bro. Like this guy's unserviceable, he was minus four the other night uh, when they played against Ottawa. I know all you little analytic nerds will be like, oh, plus minus doesn't mean anything. I don't give a fuck, dude. If you're out for four goals against in one game. That's significant. So uh, we'll see how this goes. Hopefully they tighten things up, man. It's going to be an area that they're going to be focusing on. Uh, I do like the Leafs in this game, though, man. Some things that we are seeing here, we are seeing a little bit more depth scoring uh, with uh, Jason Robertson being called up on that third line with Domi and Yarncroft. They've actually been generating some good scoring uh, opportunities as well as, you know, getting some goals. And then, you know, Matthew Nyes hopefully can secure his place on that first line with uh, Matthews and Marner. He looked good in the Tampa game. Uh, he looked okay. I didn't watch the Ottawa game. I was at work. But I was listening on the radio from the sounds, of but he wasn't out of place. Uh, so hopefully we can get a bit more depth scoring kind of rocking and rolling here for this team. I think it'll be enough for them to beat the Flames. And listen here, in Toronto Maple Leafs, if you want to be a fucking contender in this league, you can't lose to Calgary at home on a fucking Tuesday night. This should be easy fucking points, all right? So I'm backing it. Give me the Leafs on the money line. Give me the under 6.5 plus 110.
2: It's Friday night, bro.
1: Friday night whatever dude you fucking work my schedule every night's the fucking doesn't even matter so Friday night whatever uh even more you can't lose to Calgary at home on a Friday night that's even better
0: that that's good uh inside info though about the uh the the practice there so you may have convinced me to take the under
1: all right well there you go um okay moving down to the 7 p.m time slot here we got the carolina hurricanes against the florida panthers game itself is in florida carolina on the money line sitting at minus 122 the panthers on the money line at plus 102 the over unders is six and a half over sitting at minus 112 the under minus 108 uh mr gilbert why don't you uh carry this one off for us here these are uh you got your little pussies against your little storms what's going on
0: yeah you got the canes and you got the pussies and you you guys can can make up the rest there uh rematch of last year's uh playoff where the canes got got swept all four games were one goal games including overtime and two of them so Hurricanes got revenge on their mind here and they're playing the panthers without ekblad without montour you know they're they're gonna be back sooner than we expected but they're still out uh sam bennett's out so that's kind of a, a hit for them you know uh, Pesci Pesci's questionable. That's really the only injury for the Canes besides uh, Frederick Anderson, of course, with the blood clots. And you know, the Canes have been a lot better recently. I've been talking about it a lot. They've won uh, two in a row, five of their past six. Only loss was 2-1 to the Rangers. So you know, close game there, close low-scoring game, t- typically what the Hurricanes play uh, on their side. That the Panthers, you know, they've been better. They've been impressive at home, four and one. That's probably where they, that's definitely where they play the, their best hockey. But Recently, went off two overtime wins against Columbus and Washington in games that probably shouldn't have went to overtime. I know some people got, got cocked there in the Discord. They lost to Chicago before that. So yeah, I'm just not buying the Panthers right now. You know, maybe once wants to get healthy. But uh, yeah, so I'm all over the Canes, minus 122 here. Uh, for a total, I, I'm probably going to stay away from the total. Uh, Anti-Ranta has not been great, but I don't know if I can bet an over in a Hurricanes game. So pass on the total, but take the Canes here.
2: Yeah, for a side, it's, it's, uh, I think the, the number is a little off. I know the Hurricanes have been bad on the road. Um, and the Panthers, good home. So that could explain that. But from a pure power rating perspective, the, the Hurricanes should be much bigger favorites, I think. Um, we, we, we can't adjust them too far down, even with uh, the loss of Brett Pesci and uh, Freddie Anderson. But, yeah, I, I just can't trust them on the road right now. But uh, I do trust there to be goals in this game. Yeah, it's a Panthers game, and uh, the Hurricanes do tend to play a little differently on the road than they do at home. They're they're they I don't know they're, they're less defensively focused. They're they're more um, uh, playing uh, loosey goosey hockey. And yeah, it's it's a Panthers game, like I said. So I, I like the over this one. Uh, the goaltending is, is coming a little down to earth after Bobrovsky's, uh strong start to the year, and um, he hasn't been terrific lately. And yeah, the, the Hurricanes are are yeah they're just they're just not the old canes yet we we haven't seen them shut down teams especially on the road so give me the give me the over six and a half
1: um yeah i really like florida in this game and a plus 102 here you guys brought up some good points carolina has been a little lackluster on the road this year with a four five and oh record uh and the panthers have been great at home and four one and oh uh one part of this too this is the first night of a back-to-back for Carolina. So they got the Florida Panthers tomorrow. And then on Saturday, they're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning. So we might even see Peter Kachekov in net for this game. I don't know if they'll save Ranta for Tampa and then give Kachekov this game or vice versa. So I'll definitely be keeping an eye out for that. If they get Peter Kachekov in this fucking game, though, I am all over the Panthers. That guy... His career, his numbers this year. He's 03 and oh. He's got four point three one goals against average. He's point eight or eight three six percentage. This guy's dead. This guy's Guy Lafleur dead out there. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm uh, I'm running against the I'm running against the Panther or the Hurricanes if that's the case. Give me the Panthers, and then I'm with you guys. I'm on the over six and a half all day long. Bobrovsky is uh, I fucking hate Sergei Bobrovsky. I think he's so mid. Uh, but yeah, so give me <laughs> mid against fucking Guy Lafleur. I'm taking the over all day long here. Okay.
2: Um, that actually makes you like the Hurricanes a little bit more because you know the battle, battle of Florida, the epic uh, traditional clash of uh, the Lightning and the Panthers is happening on Saturday. Maybe the uh, the Panthers are looking ahead a little bit. And, Wait, and I thought the, the Hurricanes, hurricanes were well, back. Carolina's playing.
1: That's what I'm saying. Carolina's on the back to back.
2: They're both in, but well, they're, they're both honest. not
1: playing Tampa.
2: Oh, Maybe you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Carolina has Tampa. The oh, next okay, 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 okay. That's I'm what I'm missing. saying. Here. I missed Reg. Right, all right. All right. Okay. Never mind then. Never mind man. fuck the side. Just and and you
1: Florida and Florida's not playing the next day, so
2: Yeah, all right. You make sense.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Joel. <laughs> Appreciate it. <that. laughs> <laughs> uh okay fucking good start here boys moving down to the 7 p.m time slot we got the washington capitals against the new jersey devils game itself is in new jersey here washington on the money line sitting at plus 160 new jersey on the money lines at minus 192 uh if you're interested in the puck line new jersey minus one and a half is at plus 130 suck it dilly uh the over under is at six over paying off minus 120 the under plus 100 i absolutely even though they're a little banged up even though they're a little banged up, I'm still loving the Devils in this game here. Uh, Devils have been good to me even with the injury, man. And this is a team that needs to start getting it going on at home here. They're 3-2 and one at home. Uh, what's a better way to do that than just beating the fucking wheels off a not very good uh, Washington Capitals team here? So I'm going to be all over New Jersey. Minus 192 is a little bit of juice. I'll be looking more so for a regulation line or something among those lines, whatever that's sitting at. And as far as over-under goes here, man, uh, the Caps can't score, dude. They're second last in the league with goals four per game sitting at two. Uh, The Devils are okay, but even being a little bit banged up, it's tough. But you know what? The number's at six. So I'm going to be all over the over on this one. Over six, minus 120. Uh, the push is technically in play as well. I can see this being like a fucking 5-2 final or something like this. A couple little late goals in the third period, and Washington just gives up because they're all old as shit and just done.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree with mostly all about that. I could have a uh, VTech-Vanachek revenge game here going against the Capitals, or they could go with Schmid. But either way, I like the Devils here. Minus 192. Is a bit steep, so I'm going to find another way to bet them. Maybe you know, put half unit on the puck line plus 130. Uh Team total over three and a half is at minus 118, so a little bit better pricing than the minus 120 over six. But either way, I, I like that too. I think the Devils can easily put up four or or five or six, and the Capitals, you know, they're they're getting a little bit better. They, they put up th- what three against Florida, two against Columbus, so that they're they're scoring enough even without Backstrom. And without, you uh, know, Mantha's out too, Pacioretty's, uh, Pacioretty's still out. But, uh, yeah, uh, they're, they're, you know, w- the walking wounded here, but they can still put up a few goals. So give me the Devils here, team total, and then the over six, minus 120.
2: I love the over in this game. The It's a Devils game, and, and they're, they're missing one of the best two-way forwards in the game in, in Nico Heashear still. So they're, they're going to... Be unable to, you know, shut shut down the um, Capitals' offense, and their defense has been pretty fucking brutal through the first little bit of the season here. And but their offense has no problems, especially their power play. It's clicking, uh, you know, top five in the league. And the Capitals, meanwhile, are also uh, coming coming alive lately with with their goal scoring. Ovechkin still only has two goals, I think, but the rest of the guys are stepping up. Conor, if Mike, I think he scored a goal uh, in the last one against the Panthers. Um, yeah I, I think we see goals i'm not i'm not sure why this number is only at six most most games now are at six and a half and this certainly should qualify for at least that number um so yeah i, I like the over here quite a bit neither goalie has been terribly impressive and yeah i'm just i'm just fading both defenses and backing the uh the devil offense even without jack hughes and nico He here so yeah i i quite like the um the over in this one, uh, I lean to the devil still, but it, it's tough, you know. After their uh, longish road trip, coming back home against the Capitals team that have been uh, are in pretty good form, they probably deserve to win against the Panthers on Wednesday. But uh, you know, shootout luck or was it shootout or overtime, whatever it was, who gives a fuck? They they got lucky, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they were they were unlucky to to lose that one. So uh, don't play on the side, but give me the over.
1: Okay, moving down to the 7pm time slot again here. We got the Minnesota Wild against the Buffalo Sabres. Game itself is in Buffalo. Uh, Minnesota on the money line sitting at plus 105. Buffalo on the money line at minus 125. The over-unders at 6.5. Over-sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100. Mr. Jolie, I'm throwing this one back over to you, buddy. Uh Sabres going to beat the shit out of your favorite team, Minnesota, or what?
2: Well, fucking hope so after the miserable performance we saw against the, the Rangers. Um... Yeah, the Sabres have been. Uh, they got some time off. I don't think they played since that, um, since your, your dog loss against the Hurricanes the other day, Tuesday. And yeah, the, I mean, the Wild just played today. They had flurry in net, so they have the better goalie in that for this one with Gustafson. But uh, I, I trust the Sabers' offense to get it done here. I think that we'll see some goals. I like the over six and a half, but better yet, I like the Sabres side here at minus 125. I think that's pretty cheap for a team that's on the rise. And you know they they played the Hurricanes tough. They just beat the Leafs. You know they got shelled by the Flyers five nothing. But the, the Flyers are a damn good team. You know, uh, yeah, I, I like the Sabres here quite a bit. I think that they're they're coming into themselves a little bit, finding some form. And the Wild, meanwhile, are just they're 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 mid, as as Talon said uh, about um, uh, James Reimer or, or no Wabrowski or whatever. Um, so yeah, give me the Sabres here minus one twenty five. I quite like them to win this game.
0: Yeah, this is, a, this is a fantastic spot for the Sabers with the Wild on that back-to-back, going from New York City up to to Buffalo. And it's quite quite a still, still a trip, you know, a few-hour plane ride there. And yeah, the Buffalo has not played since uh, Tuesday night, so so two days off here to get
2: back. Are they Taylor t- Swift? Are they taking a plane from New York City to Buffalo?
0: <laughs> i would i would think i guess they could take a train out but i don't know back to back i feel like i feel like they they, they uh they train they, you're in oh, the nhl you're taking a fucking plane everywhere fucking bro. It doesn't matter.
2: spoiled pussies
0: um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but uh, yeah the wild this is their back-to-back uh third game in four nights they're zero and four in their last four in the third game of a three and four situation they're gonna be tired you know backup backup goalie even though he is kind of better like you said, the sabres are on the rise. They're they're, they're playing better recently. You know, got, got a point in Carolina, which is you know fairly impressive for them. Now points in four of their past five here. Minnesota, uh that they they fooled me tonight. I, I bet them against the Rangers. They did not uh pay off for me. So Sabres here, minus one twenty-five seems like a crazy line. This will probably be up much closer to minus one fifty, I would say, by puck trap. Could even move that much? Uh and for a total, yeah, I'd probably lean to the over six and a half, minus one twenty, but sabers are just a much better play
1: dude if i was in the nhl and they were telling me we're going anywhere and we're taking a bus i would i wouldn't get on it they said we could be i we could be a road team playing like one day in like new york and the next day you're playing a back-to-back in new jersey i wouldn't be getting on the bus i'd be like get me a fucking helicopter right now i'm making millions of dollars to play hockey you're fucking high if you think i'm stepping one foot on that greyhound
2: bus not a chance bro this is the big leagues I thought you were a fellow sourceless town. What's going on? No,
1: no, I'm a hell. I'm a professional athlete. I'm fucking, fucking first class airfare. Give me a helicopter. Fire up the PJ. I'm not getting, it. dude. I've pissed personally, Town Jaggers. I have pissed on buses before. I'm not getting on a fucking bus if I'm in the <laughs> NHL. Get the fuck out of here. That's bullshit. Um, They're not taking a Greyhound. I don't. <laughs> they they don't even
0: a train uh, at, at the very least. They're not take you know,
1: a I bus. Piss, I, I pissed on trains too, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right for this game here uh yeah I, I love buffalo here minnesota on the uh on the second night of the back-to-back obviously uh got their tits lit against the rangers here and joely brought up a good point here the savers have a little bit of rest you know and they they played well against that Carolina team the other day, man. Um, I'm not as high. Again, we talked about this before in our previews. I'm not as high on Minnesota as other people are. And then you just look at the standings. Like I don't understand why Minnesota on the second night of a back to back is only you know plus one hundred five dogs here. I feel like this line should be way more inflated for Buffalo. Obviously, Buffalo. You know they have been kind of they've been okay. Like when, as far as the scoring goals this year, it took them a while to kind of get going. They started off a little slow, uh, but things are starting to come along now that Alex Tuck's starting to find his form a little bit, which is nice to see. Um, but yeah, I like this team uh one of the problems with buffalo has been their power play which hasn't really been firing off yet it's uh 27th in the league, averaging 12.8 percent but minnesota has the worst penalty kill in the league here so you know what let's see uh, let's see that improve a little bit here buffalo let's see you get some power plays let's see you take some advantage of it so that's kind of what i'm looking forward to in this game i'll be on the sabers minus 125 i'm seeing devin levi might be cleared to play uh, so that would be kind of cool too uh, but as far as over-under goes here, give me the over, man. I think we'll see some goals in this one. Minnesota can put the biscuit in the basket. They've been doing that all year long, uh, even though I think they still stink. I should say Caprizov and Nick Boldy have been putting the biscuit in the basket. Uh, but, yeah, I think the over, and then give me the savers.
2: I just watched the most embarrassing play by the Penguins. They're, they're uh-huh. on the power play. Kings dump it in. Eric Carlson turns it over, and then Helbert makes a, makes a shitty play himself. Gives the puck right to the Kings. They they centered easy goal. That that was typical Eric Carlson. Typical Penguins hockey so far. They're are a that, mess. That's I was about to say that he, that whole
1: scenario to Carlson. That's been a fucking train wreck. Eh? So far, yeah, he hasn't been put up the points. It's like, too many cooks we- in the kitchen. You got Latang there. Why the fuck do you need Carlson? It's the same exactly. thing, yeah. right? Like, when well, will teams learn? You you can't have two stud offensive defensemen. All they're doing is taking minutes away from each other. You know that's why he
2: sucked when Burns was there. When Burns exactly. was out, then he yeah. stepped in and then started producing. But that's how she we've
1: seen it so many times. Carlson Byrne, Carlson Letang, Morgan Riley, Tyson Berry. You know, same fucking shit. When you have two guys that are offensively minded, you know, John Klimberg, Morgan Riley. You've seen the same fucking shit. Why would these GMs? Yo, it's, Tyson it's
2: Barry, Evan Bouchard. Bouchard took over yeah. once Tyson Berry was shipped out. Bingo 100 percent
1: um. Okay, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot here, we got the San Jose Sharks against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas, San Jose on the money line in the second half. A back to back is plus three ninety. Vegas on the money lines at minus five twenty at home. I think this might be the biggest odds we've actually ever seen in the like, two and a half three seasons we've done this show uh vegas on the puck line at minus two and a half is sitting at minus 105 the over unders at six and a half over sitting at plus 100 the under minus 120 dude i don't even fucking know what to make of this game bro like what's is it tied right now between edmonton and san jose
2: it's off it the board z- but z- yeah z- it's still zero zero i think it's scrum okay yeah.
1: okay 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 these sharks these sharks are on the come up, baby. A big win against the Flyers. They're holding the Oilers scoreless for the first period here. I don't know. I don't know how to look at this game. The only thing I'm looking at is uh, the under team total for San Jose Sharks for goals. I'm going under the one and a half. I think it's like plus one forty five or some shit like that. Fuck, I don't know, man. Like, can they show up? Who knows? This is a this is a mystery box right now. So I am steering fucking clear of this game. The only thing I might be in by spice potentially the under i can't say that though i've seen this team do have 10 goals i don't know fuck it
0: uh, okay uh yeah i this is a huge line they'll probably close at least minus 600 you see these things happen when there's huge favorites especially with the sharks on a back-to-back um i found actually a, a plus odds play i i parlayed the Golden Knights team total over three and a half with the Sharks team total under two and a half to get to a plus one fourteen there. Put two units on that. I mean, the, the Golden Knights have scored four or more goals in over half of their games. They've also allowed two or fewer in half of their games and it's the Sharks. They're going to just be, be a blowout here. I don't mind the minus two and a half at minus minus one Oh five. Like the shark, the Sharks lose by a lot, very consistently. And the Golden Knights, you know, tend to tend to pour it on and, and, limit the opposition to very few goals, especially at home. So I don't mind the minus two and a half, minus one Oh five. But I think if you can find a way to, you know, take a team total, either golden Knights over, golden Knights race to four sharks under do what you can to, to find a, find good odds.
2: Right. I I think I'm telling you, I don't know what to do here. It's the number is just obscene. Like, We've definitely seen bigger favorites than this in our history uh, as a show, but not this early in the season. Usually, these big favorites happen in the second half of the season, once teams are you know you recognize that they've given up, and the other teams really need the points. But <laughs> we're just the weekend into November, and we're already seeing a minus five twenty favorite. So that just shows you how fucking terrible the Sharks are. Although, um, not not terrible enough. No no goals in the Oilers Sharks game yet. Fifteen minutes in, not good there. But uh, for this game, I've. Not a fucking clue. I, I'm, I'm my money's on the Oilers tonight. If they fucking blow it, then uh, I don't know. The Sharks games are just gonna be fucking <laughs> miserable. <laughs> I can't be like, if they fucking beat the Oilers tonight, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed after all the money I lost back in them last year. Fuck, man. That's uh, anyway, just give me the under, whatever. If the pass, under or pass. If you have a bet for this
1: game, please. Please get into the Discord or tweet us. Or just let us know what your fucking lean is for this game. Maybe we'll throw like a poll out on Twitter or something. But just tell us what you're thinking. Because goddamn, dude, I need to... Like, I, I've, I looked at ways to attack this and it's tough. Like maybe player shots on goals or something
2: is the play. I don't fucking know. This is a mess. Over penalty minutes, power play goals, yeah. something like that. Because this is an old rivalry. There's still some mm-hmm. heated blood, especially on the 100%. night side. So, maybe that's yeah. that's the way to attack it. I don't know. I got nothing else.
1: Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me see. So, what about to do to do, do, do? What about like opening face off winner? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I love, I remember I used to do those. I love those fucking plays. Let me see. Yeah. some let me see some
2: uh, face off versus.
1: Thomas Hurdle, <laughs> look at dude. The Sharks are tied for second for faceoff percentage in the league at fifty four point yeah. nine percent. Vegas is twelfth at fifty one point six. That's Sharks the first. Give me the Sharks. Off. Sharks first okay. faceoff. That's the play for this game. Hammer it, fucking ten units. Let's go. <laughs> Love that. Um. All right, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot here, we got the Flyers versus the Ducks game itself is in the Quack Palace, baby, in Anaheim, 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 Anaheim. Uh, Philly on the money line sitting at plus one ten. Flyers on the oh yeah, fucking I'm fucked right now. Ducks on the money line at minus one twenty. The over unders at six. Over sitting at minus one twenty. The under plus one hundred. For the love of God, Ryan, take this away from me.
0: Yeah, you know, the Flyers just completely embarrassed themselves. They showed everyone why they're the, the redheaded stepchild of Philadelphia sports on, on Tuesday night or Monday night, whenever it was, Tuesday night against the Sharks by losing 2 1. But a few days off, got Carter Hart back now, Sean Couturier fully back after getting that game against the Sharks. They're still playing well. They still have, you know, a decent expected goals 4% at 5 on 5, uh, eighth best in the league. Anaheim is playing a little bit above their heads. They're they're the sixth worst, you know. I I love to quack, but I'm not going to quack against my fly guys here. Fly guys, you know, John Tortorella is not letting this team lose back-to-back games against against two bad teams in California. So give me the Flyers here plus 100. Uh then for a total, I do like the under 6 at plus 100 as well. Uh Carter Hart coming back. I feel like Totterell is going to have the team playing very defensive and the Flyers played well against the Sharks. I mean, they they got Killed by the Kings before that in a back-to-back, but they're playing well before that as well. So Flyers and the under.
2: Uh, You called the Flyers the redhead stepchild of Philadelphia, but uh, yeah, he... The trick is you can't lose um, in uh, Game Seven or uh, as to the uh, the Super Bowl champs if you don't make the playoffs. So uh, you know they're saving you all, all of a heartbreak there, right? The rest of the Philly teams are, aren't aren't uh, aren't doing so well um, on that front. But anyway, I'm still high on the Eagles, so uh, let's go fly Eagles fly. Um, yeah, for this one though, it's uh, <laughs> it's a tough one to call, I guess. I mean, I, I like the way both teams are playing. I think the Flyers should be the favorite, though stocks have been good um but i don't think that their their performance is sustainable whereas the flyers got very unlucky especially against the sharks on it was a monday or tuesday whatever it was and uh, obviously should have should have won the game with shots like 32 13 or something like that and yeah i think that that's embarrassing enough giving the sharks their first win that they they come into town in Anaheim am here i um, ready to go so give me the flyers even money and uh lean to the under i guess with carter hart's back you said so yeah let's let's go with the under six with uh gibson and the style playing playing good goalie for for the ducks who are, are a much more defensive team like they, they were historically bad defensively last year but this year they've turned that around under a new coach greg cronin and that's resulted in a lot fewer goals against so let's uh let's go flyers in the under
0: oh sharks just scored
2: did they really uh-huh.
0: Oh. oh fucking right, baby. Oh no. <laughs>
2: Joel's
0: gotta awesome. break out the hard stuff now. Yeah, hell yeah.
1: <laughs> um as far as this game goes, I'm right there with you guys on everything that you said. Uh Ryan, you brought up a great point. There's no way in hell the Torch lets this team lose a fucking another game after getting blown out. Not blown out, but fucking losing to the San Jose Sharks. So uh yeah, they're gonna go into Anaheim. They should absolutely beat, beat the piss out of them. I think the I think it's safe to say the Flyers should be considered the better team. Ducks, Ducks have been sneaky, though, you know, but they always do this to start the year, it looks like. They go on a little bit of a run, and then they just kind of piss off. Uh, the the notable acquisition of notably strong defensive player, Alexander Kalorn, can only carry this team so far throughout the year. Um so, yeah, I'm going to be all over the Flyers on this, a plus 100. Uh, and then I'm with you guys. I like the under. So even at six, I like the under in this team. Man, uh, both of these teams aren't really barn burners when it comes to scoring goals. With the Flyers averaging 2.83 per game. The Ducks 2.73. Uh, and neither of them have really been getting scored on crazy amounts. Like, with kind of high back in the fucking play here for the Flyers. Yeah, I think under six could be a possible play. We can see a three-one final here, four-one final. You know, I think something like that's uh, something like that's in the in the rotation. So give me uh, give me the under, give me the Flyers. Let's fucking go, Philly, bro. Okay, that wraps it up. That makes it through here, boys. What do we got for consensus plays?
0: Consensus plays. We have the uh, Canes, Cats over six and a half minus one ten. We have the Capital Devils over six at minus one twenty. We have the Sabres, minus 125, and then we have the Flyers here at plus
1: 100. Okay, look at that. I thought there would have been more, but I guess that's the way she goes. Um, we, all
2: right, we're going
1: to move we, in we, into Locked On. six games. Yeah, I guess, you know, you're right, 100%. But I yeah. guess when you throw totals and stuff in the mix. We're used to it's...
2: like these fucking 13, 14, 15 Bukaki yeah. slates. Bukaki yeah. slates, that's, slate. right. that's yeah.
1: exactly it. Uh-huh. Uh, we're always on the same page when it comes to a good old-fashioned Bukhaki. hockey. Um, <laughs> need two to tango. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently more. Um, <laughs> okay, moving down to our lock dogs and totals. Current standings, I for myself, I am 12 and 12, up 0. 0.4 units here. Uh, Jolie is 9 and 15, down 6.79 units. Ryan 7 and 16, down 13.15 units here. Uh, We fucking suck. We're on track, though. We Jolie had a killer week last week or last show. You went 3-0. Jolie, why don't you uh, tee this one off for the boys?
2: All right. Give me the Hurricanes, Panthers, over 6.5, minus 112. Um, apparently, the Hurricanes are on the back-to-back, which which makes me like the over more, if not the side more. Um, my dog will be the Sabres in regulation at plus 120. I think they win the game. I bet the money line. But the uh, for the purpose of the show, here but we'll, we'll take the dog price for the regulation at plus 120 against the, the mid wild, the Minnesota mild, and uh, for the total, we're going to Capitals Devils over six at minus 120. Um, I don't know why a Devils game is his line at six. I know the Capitals offense isn't exactly elite, but it's been better of late, and and yeah, I guess because no Jack Hughes that they assume there's fewer goals, but has that mattered in the last few games without him, No, they've, they've all gone over. So yeah, the bad goaltending and uh, excellent Devils offense, power play, whatever. So uh, yeah, I love the over six in this one.
0: All right, I'm ready for a big bounce back here. This show, my lock, we got the Hurricanes minus 122 down there in Florida. I think they're just a the better team. You know, kind of a kind of low price there. Even if it is Ranto or cook it, coochie against the Cats. I mean, that's gonna be a good battle. My dog, very very small Chihuahua here. Flyers plus 100 at the Ducks. Into think a better team. You know, they're playing better right now. So I uh, had some rest. I like them plus 100 in my total. Flyers, Ducks, under six, plus 100 as well. So hopefully we get a low-scoring Flyers game, not a Flyers win, not a high-scoring uh, Ducks win like the first meeting.
1: All right, for myself, I got to say, 12 and 12, up 0. 0.4 units. I'm fucking treading water here. I'm Jack from the Titanic, you know? I'm just sitting here. I'm treading water. I'm holding on to that fucking piece of wood and i got two options here i can either sink and let go like a little bitch or i can fucking slap that dumb bitch and tell her to move over because <laughs> i'm coming back to life baby let's go and i'm coming back to life and this starts here with my lock i'm taking the new jersey devils in regulation minus 125 first the washington capitals i'm gonna tell you what Much like my asshole getting absolutely blown up by that homemade fucking Crunchwrap Supreme that I made tonight. The New Jersey Devils are going to blow up the fucking Washington Capitals in this game. I love them in regulation. Minus 125 here uh, for my dog. San Jose Sharks team total under one and a half plus 135 versus the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. The Sharks on the second night of a back-to-back here. Playing one of the fucking, if not the best team in the goddamn league for Christ's sakes, in the Vegas Golden Knights in Vegas at home. There's absolutely no way in fucking tits that the San Jose Sharks score more than two goals in this game. Uh, and goal. then for my one goal, no, it's one and a half. So yeah, I guess more than one. Goal. I don't know. Whatever, whatever makes <laughs> sense. That's what we meant to say. For my total, Calgary Toronto under six and a half plus 110 defense. Defense, let's fucking go, baby. I'm riding with my boy Sam Benoit, fucking William Laguson. Get that fucking piece of shit, Klingberg, up in the bucks. You can wipe your ass with five million dollars. I don't give a shit. You can be eating fucking chicken pesto penne up there. You can be eating fucking popcorn. I don't give a shit. But what you won't be doing is being minus four for my fucking team on the ice here. Give me the under. Sheldon Key's preaching defense. The boys are fucking cooking here. PK is gonna be better. Goaltending's gonna be better. Defense is gonna be better for all the everything going on here. The Leafs are gonna win five, five fucking nothing. Let's go. Give me the under six and a half plus one ten. Oh, got myself fired up there. I'm sorry. Sometimes it happens, you know. Um, all right. Anything else I want to add before we wrap things up here? Nope. All right. Uh, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast <laughs> Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. Honestly, we got hockey. We got football. We got college football. There's basketball. What else is going on? There's tons of stuff going on. You can find it all at the SGPM website. Be sure to check it out. Read the articles. Check out Ryan's uh, fantasy hockey articles that he's pumping out weekly. Those are fucking killer. Uh, listen to all the other shows as well. Shout out. uh Oh, I almost said a different show. Shout out uh, the MMA Gambling Podcast podcast there. Let's go. Uh, those boys are absolutely killing it there, so be sure to check that out as well. Um, And of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, man. I haven't looked in there right now, but I imagine it's absolutely cooking with what's going on with the strikes and the Oilers, so that's uh, that's always a good time, dude. If you're not in the Discord, you're, you're legit missing out, and you're not making money, so if you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter, where we should have pointed in the right direction, or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account, our social media assistant producer. This guy's making fucking pictures of you and shit. You just got to reply to him, and you're getting free awesome art work done so hell yeah he's an absolute fucking killer dude you're missing out he's a beauty uh or what you can do is uh fucking go to the floor foreclosure the bank foreclosure uh, area because when the sharks beat the shit out of the oilers you know who you're gonna see there tomorrow you're gonna see mr joel meyer baby and when you're in line getting your house foreclosed on you can be like hey buddy how do you get in the discord and he'll fucking point you in the right direction
2: sadly true
1: that, or you can go to the loan, the loan bank, or some shit. And you'll see him in line. You stole there,
2: my so. last, my last bit. I was gonna do go oh, with that. Now I gotta think
1: of a new one. It's all good. It's I'm, all sorry, good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: Visit, visit the, the loan sharks after this game. Shark, oh, sharks <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. And make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey gamer Podcast. Leave a five star rating and review. Turn on auto downloads. Get uh, the episodes in your feed as soon as they're published. And yeah, follow us on Twitter at hockey sgpn and get your ass in the Discord. Alright everybody, my
1: name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins94.
0: I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at RGilbert sop I'm
2: Joel Mine. You'll find me looking for a shovel to to dig the grave. I'll jump myself then, dude. <laughs> yeah, if the sharks pull off pull off this unlikely win. You know, I like I said the other the other night, I said if, if the sharks go up early, I can see the oil's getting frustrated, and that's my concern right now that they just like self-destruct. Uh, hopefully that's not the case. Obviously, they're all playing the Sharks, looking at the stats, but fuck, it doesn't matter with this fucking team. They can't get a save. They can't get a fucking goal. Let's fucking hate them. Let's get out of here. Did did you watch... <laughs> Ryan, did you
1: did you watch that Orioles connects game? Like David was hot, bro. It's I did not.
0: I, I saw the clips about him, oh, him going oh, after JT oh, Miller. Oh,
1: it, was, it, was, it was wacky. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace.